0: Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 148 of the Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm talking about breathing, why you should be working on your breathing, posture, mobility, and the mechanics of breathing well, and how breathing can improve your workout performance and recovery. And before we even dive into that, like where does breath fit in with your movement practices? Because I have a feeling that you might not be thinking about it because I get it, right? Breathing is not really sexy. I mean, you're not going to have someone on the cover of a magazine or, you know, social media, someone laying there breathing. People just keep walking by. They keep on scrolling. I understand that. But it's also at the foundation of feeling stronger and having less pain. And I'll talk more about why that actually is. Because if you're aware that breathing is a skill that you can hone, then you can use it to your best advantage and use it to help you with your athletic performance and your recovery, no matter what type of movement you're doing. And I wanted to do today's episode topic because I get questions all the time about, you know, what should I do for this problem or this problem or this problem or this problem? And I'm all about asking the better question. And to be honest, the answer to what's underneath and the underlying cause for a lot of pain and injuries has little to do with where it actually hurts and even more to do with what's going on overall. So we're going to zoom out, take a whole body approach and look at breathing because breathing is also connected to your nervous system. And I don't know if you've taken any time to kind of look around, hit pause, but your nervous system is stressed. I know mine a thousand percent definitely is. And our stress response systems are drained by having to even just constantly monitor all the noise around you. So let's like forget about, you know, current topics of the day, just the noise from the street, the noise from traffic, the noise of airplanes, radios, TVs, the sound your electronics make, your refrigerators. All of that is being processed by your brain and nervous system at every moment. So it is stressed and taxed from just having to manage all of that. That's one of the reasons why I love camping. And I love when I put two and two together, like the physiology of something, is when we can unplug, it's calming for our nervous system, you're sleeping better, all of those things are great. But breathing, you know, if you can't get away, you hate camping, you hate dirt, like my mother and my husband do, no problem, because better breathing is a great way to calm your nervous system and also to improve core strength and help you feel better overall. So if you have only been thinking about your breathing when you're having a hard time catching yours, today's episode is for you. So inside Movement Mavens, we have something called the Maven's Pyramid, and it's based on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So that's a theory in the field of psychology that displays human needs like a pyramid. You know, physiological needs are at the base, breathing food, water, et cetera, the most basic needs, like you cannot survive without these. And this hierarchy builds from the basics at the bottom up towards self-actualization, which happens and can only happen when all your underlying needs are met. So with that in mind, I created the Maven's Pyramid because members are getting super caught up on trying to find the exact, you know, video, the exact therapy ball mobilization or strength building activation pairing. And they're getting really, you know, stuck there without looking at the bigger picture. So let's go through this Maven's Pyramid. So you also have an idea of like what that bigger picture looks like for you on your own journey to moving better and feeling better and where breathing fits in that. So at the bottom, most foundational is your posture. Again, I mean, this whole episode is the things that are actually important, but I acknowledge like not the fun part, but I promise you, if you focus on these, this is what really makes a difference because how you're positioned is the most important thing. You have to start here. So what does that mean? Well, make sure you know what it is to be in neutral. We have some videos inside Movement Mavens about finding your neutral pelvis, but even something as simple as laying on the floor and feeling your head, your rib cage, and your pelvis on the ground and trying to maintain that connection as you move is a great place to start. Then of course, doing this in standing with something like wall slides where you're, you know, doing like jumping jacks against the wall or leaning into the door jam and the frame of the door, just to feel your head, your ribs, and your hips are all in alignment because posture and your position is the through line for everything that you do when you are on that journey towards moving better and feeling better. That happens even before breathing. So when you hear me talk about posture and I talk about posture all the time, it's because it truly is that important because above posture in this pyramid is then breathing because now you're in a better position. Now let's focus on breathing. If we focus on breathing before you're in a good position, then those breath mechanics aren't optimal, right? And if moving better and feeling better is about getting yourself into the best position possible so that your body can do what it was designed to do. So you've worked on posture, you're in a better position. Let's focus on your breathing. Ask yourself questions like, can you breathe into your entire torso, right? Instead of just shallow breathing up into your chest, can you breathe down into your belly? Can you differentiate between what belly breathing feels like versus breathing into your rib cage? Or maybe your rib cage is stiff, right? Upper back is stiff and they're impacting your ability to breathe deeply, And then are you even practicing breathing period, right? It's absolutely a skill. Ways I weave breathing into my just movement practice are meditation. Also when I'm laying down on the floor, making sure that I can take that deep belly breath. And then also more upregulated is when I am working out and really focusing on breathing through my nose to control kind of like the pace and rate of breathing. So it doesn't require like a whole, you know, 45 minute extra breath work practice. You just have to start to pay attention. And if you're lacking that pliability and elasticity in your breathing muscles, which honestly, every muscle of your torso and your core is also a breathing muscle, you're not going to be able to create core strength right? That's the next step. But I hope you can see how they all kind of fit together. We got to get you in the right position. Then we have to make sure at rest, you can utilize that whole position to breathe. And then we start to talk about how to strengthen and stabilize with those same muscles. If you just go straight to working on your rotator cuff without also addressing posture and breathing and then core stability, It's no wonder you feel like you're kind of stuck in this loop where things feel a little bit better, but then they go back and they feel a little bit better. And then they go back and you're just doing the same things over and over again. So, right. You work on your position and your posture, then you work on your breathing. And in that process, you may also find where things are stiff, which fantastic. That becomes what you focus on with your mobility program. And then the next layer up in the pyramid is core. Because core strength isn't just about brute strength. I'm not talking about crunches, which I understand crunches are, they're hard, okay? And so much of the fitness world is like, let's just do crunches to start with you know, core strength and planks are great. Yet what about if you have shoulder or wrist or neck issues? Neither one of those is a good choice or a good option. It just doesn't feel great. But to me, true core strength is the ability to stabilize your spine and breathe while under tension. So that load might be the weight of your legs, right? If you're laying on your back and doing leg lifts or something like that, or it may be an external object, like picking up your groceries your kid, a pet, or actually a weight, right? But without those first two pieces of being in the best positions and being able to breathe, working on core strength just will reinforce movement mechanics that aren't ideal. So let me give you a more concrete example. If you have tight hip flexors and a sore lower back, I want you to pay attention to how you're standing. And you might find that you typically stand with your ribs kind of flaring forward and your pelvis, your hips kind of dumping forward as well. This is a super, super common standing pattern. It's mine if I'm not paying attention. Right, so now, right, pelvis is dumping forward, ribs are dumping forward, there's some compression in your lower back. Let's try to load the core by picking up a weight. Well, now not only am I, you know, holding the weight, literally, um, and just further kind of exacerbating that position, but my breathing, which is now labored to some degree because I'm working hard, is not. Optimal, right? Instead of the diaphragm and pelvic floor working together to continue to strengthen and stabilize the spine, it's working to destabilize the entire torso just because of mechanics and how things are stacked and loaded. Now, this isn't, I, I'm not telling you this so that you start to freak out about, oh my gosh how am I standing? Oh no. I'm just saying this to plant the seed that posture breathing, they matter first before we even talk about core strength and mobilizing a specific joint. We need to start at the beginning and that strong foundation to get you on that path of moving better and feeling better for good and get out of that cycle of feeling like you're constantly having to redo the same things, right? Stretch and stretch and stretch the hip flexors all day long. And then they feel tight 20 minutes later when a better fix is getting you into a better position, addressing any tension that's keeping you from that better position, and then start to work on your core strength and your breathing from there. Because once you have those pieces, and I say like, once you have those pieces, as if they're like two steps and take you just a day. No, these are things that I'm still working on always. It's like brushing and flossing. I don't skip a day. Well, I mean, I do take breaks from my movement, but it's something I'm always thinking about because it is so central to how my body feels. And I know if I'm not paying attention to my posture and my core stability and breathing, then the injuries or aches and pains that I have feel a little bit more achy. And if I'm getting on that path to see them in the rearview mirror, just wave goodbye to that hip pain, back pain, whatever it is is, I have to be consistent with this. So once you're familiar with those first three, right? Posture, breathing, core. Now it's time to focus on that specific joint, be it your shoulders, your hips, your knees, your neck, elbow, ankle, lower back. This is the part that's probably yelling at you the loudest and you want to start there, but we don't because that leaves out all those other aspects that are so critical to being on the path to pain-free. And at the very top of the pyramid is dynamic movement. So think your flowing movement, faster things like kettlebell swings, stand-up paddleboarding, anything that requires you to move will also require that you're in a good position, breathing well. Have the ability to stabilize your core before you start moving. And this is where I see so many people come to me after being injured from working out or yoga or literally anything, right? And we go back to the basics. Let's look at your posture. Let's look at your breathing. Let's start to look at core stability. And then we come back to the thing that has been bugging you in the first place. What would it feel like to know exactly what to do to take care of your body? To know that every exercise was actually helping you get stronger instead of being a total waste of time. And imagine not being afraid of pain because you know exactly how to maintain your body and how to take care of any type of soreness, tension, or pain. Movement Mavens is one of the most comprehensive step-by-step programs that'll actually teach you body maintenance and movement mastery so you can continue to build sustainable strength and get rid of pain no matter what comes up our community is filled with movement-minded women who are committed to taking back control of their body and their health. With customized wellness plans, a growing video library, and monthly coaching, you'll know what to do so that you can keep running faster, hit PRs, recover more effectively, and feel amazing every day. I'm opening up the doors soon for a limited time, but if you're on the wait list, you'll be the first to know. So grab your spot on the wait list and learn more about Movement Mavens at aewellness.com slash mavens. That's aewellness.com slash M-A-V-E-N-S you can't separate it. Posture is an integral part of improving your breathing mechanics. And just becoming aware of the relationship of your rib cage and your pelvis to one another can help to put your body into a more optimal position for breathing. So ideally, we want the rib cage to sit right on top of your pelvis. And what does that actually feel like? If you poke around, and this is also irrelevant to whatever soft tissues are on top of your skeleton. So we're going down to the bones here. um, There is a point where your rib cage comes together you it's called the xiphoid process and you can kind of feel it it's just you know there's like not bones it's where they meet and you want that point to be directly over your pubic symphysis where the two halves of your pelvis come together and so imagine if there was like a kebab skewer or one of those like laser guided picture frame hanging things <laughs> so specific and you're using those to make sure that those two points are stacked on top of one another you might also have to make other adjustments to get there so for me as someone who has joints that are hyperflexible i have to unlock my knees and then I'm able to get my ribcage and pelvis over one another. So even within just positioning, there are some subtle things and further intricacies that are individual to you and your body and what's going on, but get your rib cage on top of your pelvis, and then we can go from there. Because in this position, your respiratory diaphragm, so that's your primary breathing muscle, and your pelvic floor, which is also a core muscle that's often forgotten, are able to work together. Your ribcage. can And then do its full movement and expand efficiently because it's in its best position. Your body's able to now do what it was designed to do because all of the pieces and parts and length and tension relationships are what they were designed for. So your respiratory diaphragm is a dome-shaped muscle think of like an umbrella that lines the bottom six of your ribs and it goes all the way around and your pelvic floor is another dome-shaped muscle but this one's at the bottom of your pelvis And I know we talk a lot about pelvic floor when it comes to women's health, but men also have pelvic floors. And so you want those two muscles, those two dome-shaped muscles to be able to work together because then you have more of a balance between their stretch ability and their strength. So their elasticity and strength. And this is what they were designed for. And where we get into trouble is from lifestyle, honestly, and how we're moving our body impacts how our posture is. And then we don't know like what happened. I don't know. But you know, if you're feeling (laughs) like what happened, I don't know. It's like, you know, you look back and you're like, Hmm, my back is always hurting. Well, let me just address my posture. Does it matter how long it's been that way? No, not really. And once we get posture and core strength and breathing lined up and ready to go, then we can start to look at the other things. The other thing about positioning and breathing is that good head and neck position allow for unrestricted airflow, like literally better breathing. And I know this was a case for my dad who's been recovering from laryngectomy surgery where they are literally rerouting the muscles of your neck and throat and then there's scar tissue and tension in the fascias. And it's so interesting in the, you know, his surgical team wasn't really talking about breath positioning and mechanics. But when we started, I got him hooked up with a friend of mine who is a massage therapist and fascial stretch therapist to start to work on better breathing mechanics. And it helped tremendously. So that's like the extreme example of it. But for all of us, head and neck position and better head and neck position will improve your breathing as well. And nasal breathing is also really important because not only do your nose hairs and the mucus filter out, just crud, it also enables your body to process oxygen more efficiently. And if this is like, what? And you're really curious about it. I go way more in depth on this in episode 140 with Patrick McEwen. So check out that episode if you want to nerd out even more about breathing. And your breath rate and breathing and how fast you're breathing is controlled by your autonomic nervous system. So this is the same part of your nervous system that governs your heart rate and your digestion and other things that we don't really have to think about that they just do their own thing. But the cool thing about breathing and specifically your diaphragm is that we also have conscious control over them. So you can hold your breath, but at some point you're going to pass out and the autonomic functions kick in. So that also because of this, that means that we have a gateway to our nervous system, to that down regulation that happens by way of breathing. So when I say like breathing is super important and we definitely should be talking about it, it's because we definitely should be talking about it and it's super important. And if you can change your posture, you can change your breath. So all of that is to say, if you're like, okay, I'm on board, I hear you, but I'm having a really hard time getting into better positions. I feel like my shoulders are always forward or my head is always forward or my back is always arched. So this is where mobilization of the rib cage and your shoulders can help them move better and really paying attention to the tissues and connective tissues and muscles in and around this area. So in the show notes, I'll link to a rib cage mobility video over on my YouTube channel that uses a soft squishy ball to improve the pliability of the front of your rib cage. Because the muscles of your shoulders and the tissues at the front of your torso, they can hold so much tension and this can impact our posture, which then impacts our position and our breathing and the core strength and all of those things. So it's linked in the description of this episode, or you can head on over to aewellness.com slash podcast and get that full playlist and all those videos. Basically what it comes down to is get the bony parts moving better. And your posture and breathing are going to improve too. And again, for stress relief, breathing is so, so, so important. If you're not even concerned about core strength or whatever, like fine. But just to give yourself a tool to help your whole nervous system, your whole body, your whole being and experience just even if it's a notch, just turn down just a notch. And I'm not just talking about deep breathing. I know in uh, my conversation with Patrick McEwen, we talked about other stuff as well. So if you're just imagining like deep belly breathing while sitting on a cushion and burning incense, it doesn't have to be that way. And there's more ways to make it happen, but breathing is still super important. And in the current climate of recording this episode in January of 2022, We can't talk about breathing without also talking and falling into a brief COVID-19 rabbit hole. So recent research review, so they look at a bunch of different studies, and it suggested that increasing your aerobic capacity, so your ability to breathe, has both short and long-term effects on the immune system and your respiratory system. And this is particularly important for those who are overcoming COVID-19 infections or any of the associated disorders that come along with that. So the researchers hypothesize that this increased aerobic capacity improves immunity by increasing the level and function of immune cells and decreasing anxiety and depression just from breathing. And some research in mice has also found that aerobic exercise can restore normal lung tissue elasticity and strength. Basically, the muscles that control your breathing and move your ribs need to move more so that they can do more for you. And of course, we won't even get into that mice study. This is like the thing about research, the lung tissue damage. Of course, it was intentional. I love science because we learn so much, but oftentimes the ways in which we have to go about it are less than ideal. But if that is what you needed to hear to be like, yeah, okay, I do want to work on my breathing, then I hope it was worth it. But you know, this is a case breathing being important is a case regardless if you end up with an upper respiratory infection or COVID, but either way, having better respiratory muscle performance can help affect potentially how you're affected. So breathe, work on your breathing. It's good regardless of what you're thinking about. But let's also talk about performance for movement practices. Breathing and core strength go hand in hand when it comes to your workouts. Think of a time where you've held your breath while doing a plank or something like that. And then once you released it, right, then you have to like catch your breath. But what if you learned how to breathe while simultaneously bracing your core and your spine by using your rib cage as the breathing apparatus? I talked before about rib cage breathing versus belly breathing, and it is possible to stabilize through your belly and breathe into your rib cage, which is why it's important to have that subtle differentiation between the two. And back to the nose for a moment, as we think about recovery during a workout, your nose produces nitric oxide as you breathe through it, which helps to improve the lungs ability to absorb oxygen. So when we talk about nostril breathing during exertion, during workouts, while you're walking your dog, while you're just watching television, uh, it actually improves your lungs ability to be lungs. Right? There's so many things that just technology or habits or just not paying attention. We move away from the way our body was designed to function most efficiently and breathing specifically through your nose really helps now also with breathing let's say you've been working on breathing you are in better positions you can breathe through your nostrils you can breathe better that means the next time you're recovering from a sprint or a heavy farmer's carry or swinging a kettlebell or anything like that your body is now able to breathe more efficiently and help bring your breath rate and heart rate and all of those things back to normal faster Right. So when we talk about cardio fitness, it's that it's the recovery and it's all improved. So at this point, if I haven't sold you yet on why you need to be working on your rib cage mobility and improving your breathing, I don't know what else to tell you. But if you feel like you have been chasing pain and injuries around your body and you want to get to the bottom of what's going on, don't forget to breathe. It really truly can be as simple as that. And if you want to learn more about the Maven's Pyramid and how to start thinking about movement in a more holistic way, I invite you to check out Movement Mavens. So on the day that this episode comes out, it's January 27th, for at least 24 more hours if you're listening to this live, Movement Mavens is open for enrollment. So if you want to learn how to breathe, you want to learn more about the Maven's Pyramid, you want to have... Access to mobility workout plans to help you with your neck, your shoulders, your hips, your back, your knees, your feet, whatever. We got that inside Movement Mavens. It's my exclusive community for busy, active women that's going to teach you everything you need. And you can learn more about it and join us before doors close tomorrow, January 28th, 2022. Or if you're listening to this after, no problem. You can get notified the next time the waitlist opens up by heading on over to slash mavens. So, I want to know, what was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? I will tell you my biggest takeaway, honestly, as I was preparing for this episode, even though I guess part of me knew it, the fact that nostril breathing produces nitric oxide, which improves your lungs function blew my mind. Like that brain exploding emoji. That was me. So I want to know what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. What are you going to start to implement? What are you thinking about now? Maybe it's your posture, your positioning, your breathing, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram. I'm at holla Or if you have questions again, hit me up on Instagram. You can send me a DM or you can call the Body Nerd hotline and leave a message at 818-396-6501. And before I go, don't forget that show notes, links to everything I talked about today, free downloads, and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And you know the drill. You've listened to a podcast. Make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss an episode. If you have the time, I would so appreciate a review. And if you know someone who would benefit from this episode and this topic, please share. I really, really appreciate that. So here's asking better questions, moving more, breathing better, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week.